Hey you, welcome to Adulting's Ghetto. We all know adulting is truly overrated. So what better way to survive this ratchet place than coming together to share our stories and words of wisdom with one another? Join us as we discuss all things adulting from the following aspects of adulthood. Finances, relationships, spirituality, and even health. This podcast is a great source to get all tips and tricks as you manage to survive adulting. After all, we already know adulting is truly ghetto. for y'all. Does money and finances really affect dating? On today's episode, we are speaking from the financial aspect of adulting. Today's topic is all about money and dating. Today we have my good sis Kayla, y'all's friend, fashionista, and fave creating all K-10, as well as my good bro, Render, who has years of experience in the financial industry as well as consults six-figure businesses on the side. We'll be discussing if finances really affect dating. So welcome y'all to the show of Adulting is Ghetto. Thanks for having us. Yes, I'm so happy to have you both here. (laughs) Okay, it's going to be an interesting topic because this is something that everyone is talking about now. You know, we're millennials, we're dating, we're figuring it out. And I really want to know, does finances really play a huge role in relationships and dating? All right. You guys want to share a little bit about yourself before we get into it? Tell the people. Tell the people what. Who we talking to? What's up? What do I say? Oh, you know, just a little bit about yourself. How you big bang daddy? No, I'm kidding. Don't say that. <laughs> nah. I'm Rinder. from Atlanta. Um, I majored in finance. So mm. my perspective. I actually majored in financial planning. Oh, wow. Which I didn't know that. actually doesn't hold any value because most people that major in like financial planning suck at financial planning for themselves. Oh wow! Um, so, yeah. <laughs> That's how you can come out sliding <laughs> like that. Well, I'm, I'm good with my finances, but I could be better. Okay. I could be better. Um, yeah, I work in the finance industry. I'm out here hustling. Just got my first rental property. So. Okay, congratulations. We love that. Big bang. Big yeah. baddie, well, daddy that's because baddie. shit out here is expensive as hell. It is. Like, yeah. Okay. Miss K. Hello, everyone. Hello. I'm Kayla, a.k.a. A-OK Slow. And she is a I, brand, y'all. Yeah, I'm a brand. She is a brand. Follow me on IG at A-OK Slow. Um, but no, I majored in business management with a minor in econ at Agnes Scott. And then, okay. um, as of now, I work for a health insurance company in corporate sales. So I understand a lot about, you know, the importance of finance. She get commission payments. And uh, race. That's Big Daddy K. Period. And uh, you didn't tell us your school and uh, what fraternity and sorority you guys oh, are part of. Zeta oh, Phi Beta. Uh, alpha Phi Alpha. Um, but okay. I did go to Winthrop University. Okay. Okay. Y'all hear that? Okay. So definitely tell your frat brother, Soros, that tune in. All right. All right. Let's get into this, y'all. So, what impact does money have on love and relationships, especially in today's society? Your take. Anyone can go first. Ladies. <laughs> okay. Um, I feel like it's important, um, mainly in the adulthood life, because. When we're dating, we're not dating to play patty cake. I think I said that another time. But we're not dating to play patty cake. We're dating to marry. And so uh, finances are very important in marriage. Like in everything you do, when you talk about kids, weddings, finances are huge. Um, Bills, living together, trips. Like it literally funnels into every single thing you're doing as a couple and, you know, uh, spouses. So I think it's pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. Care to add to that? Yeah, I mean, that was pretty much a lot. I think, um, 
I think money. I think money is a. It's not just about money. It's about the emotional attachment to money that plays mm. into the relationship as well. Um, like Kayla said, it was. It plays a very important part of the relationship. I think I don't know the percentages of divorce, but I believe most of it is due to financial. financial That's the troubles. first one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah, I agree with both of you guys. Um, I do think there's a big thing we should dive deep to about emotional ties around money and what does that look like, especially for a man, you know, and maybe your manhood versus um, a woman um, when they're not expected to have to be the breadwinner and whatnot, but sometimes they are. So what does that look like? Um, Have you ever had issues with any of that in your dating life? Did you care to share? Yeah. Kayla's nodding. I have, but I'm not going to share. Okay. (laughs) Go ahead. (laughs) What was the question again? Have you ever had issues in your dating life that came around money? Like maybe if you were the breadwinner or maybe the person you were dating wasn't. And has it ever come up and became an issue? Um, I don't think it's been an issue. I don't I don't know if guys actually share the financial stress. Well, it might not be stressful for some people, but their financial status during the dating period initially. Because, you know, most of the times so we're trying to impress or you know make it it just depends on you know how you date and what do you do while you're dating but mm-hmm. um, i don't think that's fully transparent initial initially i don't know if it should be but mm. um we're gonna get into that i think i think, I think guys do well guys who you know feel like they should be more financially responsible mm-hmm. at the beginning of the relationship because women don't expect to pay on the first date right i I, they don't expect to. Yeah, like, I, I think they're most women in their mind are like, if I heard one of my friends told me like this guy asked her to go Dutch on like their first date, so you're always prepared mentally to do that to pay for yourself, right? But, but you're prepared too, but not it. Like yeah. if expected, yeah, yeah. too, yeah. yeah if I went back to my homies, like yeah, she paid for me. It's like, <laughs> bro, what? Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. First date, so yeah. Um, I yeah. think guys take it. I think guys should take more of a. You know, responsible approach to financial. Yeah, especially responsibility in a relationship. Okay. Do you you have something to say? No, I mean, it was one of the questions too. I think you're going to dive into, but Rendra talked about like um, the transparency and knowing how much the other person makes. Like, I'm very transparent with that. Maybe I shouldn't be, and I I think at sometimes I'm a little too transparent to the point where like people back down early because of it. But it's kind of just like finances to me are one of the many things that are factored into relationships so if you're like finding that maybe like i'm a quote-unquote breadwinner even though we're not like dating or talking mm-hmm. or whatever that looks like um it kind of lets me know that like not sure our head is in the wrong space but okay he has a mental issue with me not mental issue but like <laughs> not mental issue maybe but like insecurity it's, yeah mental insecurity or something with the fact that the girl you could potentially talking to be talking to makes more money than you yeah which i don't want to deal with so if that's right. an issue and you know that off bat then deuces right decatur's not atlanta so i hate you so much <laughs> Huh? What I said that's so interesting. Do you get that a lot? Yeah. Yes. So I think just at our age, like people don't necessarily make the amount of money that I do. So if mm-hmm. I am transparent about it, then they're just kind of like, whoa. I don't. I'm not even like a red bottoms girl. Like, oh, you gotta give me red bottoms. Right. I'm also a person who tends to either like like to take people like guys on dates. Yeah. Fifty fifty split. She's like, really a giver. Yeah. So I don't ever <laughs> see finances as like a thing of like we're different it's just more of an opportunity for me to treat you that's so crazy to me because i find that sexy not intimidating 
Yeah. <laughs> We're going to take a break. This is not video, thank God. <laughs> and I, I, I just, for me, it's crazy that people think like that because. I, yeah. But I also think, you know. Yeah, I think that means you're smart and you can do for yourself. Right. <laughs> Why wouldn't yeah. you be attracted to that? Now, some people have some insecurities um, that around that for some reason, and that's a more so them problem. Not, and I think that's so right that you said that. I do think also too, um, and I, I can only speak for myself, but I, I do know you, Kayla. I don't think you date specifically uh, based on titles and stuff like that. I don't either. And it wasn't until therapy when I realized the men I dated before I was making more, and I. It wasn't intentional, but when it did come up, things shifted. It was like, oh, and then some insecurities started surfacing, and it's like, where's the shift of energy coming from, or lack thereof? And then I realized it might have been that. So, I think this goes back to how you grew up. Okay. My godmom, I spent a lot of time with her family. She's an anesthesiologist. Okay. Um, And my godfather owns his own technology business, but... ideally she is the breadwinner in the relationship Mm -hmm. so I think I've seen a woman be the breadwinner Mm -hmm. and still you know it didn't I mean that relationship worked it's amazing they have a million dollar home and they're comfortable so it's just like for me I'm like for me when I see that I'm like oh wow teamwork like that's dope and so when people say they're intimidated by it I'm like you don't see the opportunity here Mm -hmm. like you know but you know like you said it's an ego thing pride so yeah Yeah. I feel like we had that conversation before yeah we definitely talking about like Mm -hmm. not necessarily how much we make but Mm -hmm. the fact that like and I heard this podcast today and it was like guys if your woman wants to quit her job would you be okay with them they were saying yes I think that's cap because there's people like Render who would clearly be like no of course if she wanted to whatever whatever Mm -hmm. what's comfortable for her but the mindset here is that like it's two incomes being able to feed entire dreams versus just one right Right. so you can get further uh, right or just living off one like yeah and uh, my cousins also do that they're married they live off of one income and so I guess it's been fed into me like how beneficial it could be right so I guess other people just probably see like I don't know rappers probably. Oh yeah, and that that's make a whole other money and yeah. you know splurge. And but we all need that to but tone that, it back to like, everyday that's people. Like, that's so rare. That's what I'm like, saying. That's not an average yeah. show. We are, yeah. and I get it. Like they are people that are just regular too, and they yeah. turn into that. But not everyone's gonna do that. So I think toning it down to like making it more realistic, yeah, um, and feasible. I do agree with you what you were saying before we move to the next question was. Um, I personally believe when I do counsel or uh, clients that are partners, I'm always like, before you're ready to quit your job, unless that's like your desire of your heart to be a housewife or whatever the heck it is, a house husband. I think in this day and economy, both incomes are better than one. And I almost would say live off one and invest the other. Like that's what you really want to grow fiscally. Um, I think that's smart rather than mm-hmm. and then forget forget about oh, who makes more or less figure out can you live on the less and then invest that more that's what i would see as a new thing to do yeah. um or maybe take a chunk of yours to make it work whatever the case mm-hmm. may be of course if you have a family um ebbs and flows but i think that's more of the goal forget mm-hmm. who makes i don't give a crap i still love you for who you are because you can quit you can lose your job like people have today can you 
get back up and do it again. You know what I mean? Do you disclose, like, when you're dating? Because I know we're a little bit different in our dating mm-hmm. life as far as, like, I guess, amount of, like, transparency and finances. Or at least me and you haven't talked about it. Like, what do you do when it comes to talking about money on the first few dates? So, personally, because I'm a financial educator, I kind of stay away from it. Yeah. Because I'm already, I we're operating in that way of just, like, I already noticed certain things when we're on a date if like you put your card down quickly or mm-hmm. what type of card it is if it's a credit or not I might notice I'm always trying to peep how much you pay though but um when I do see that I am already developing my own assumptions without talking about that so I try not to do that keeping to myself to not deteriorate from me getting to know who you are mm-hmm. but jobs and stuff comes up that's something I will say I will I will kind of ask and inquire about what you do to kind of get a gauge i don't really want to know because i don't want to tell mine just yet um so i'm not as transparent in a sense and no one has ever asked me either that soon if someone did i think i would tell them but no one's ever came up to me and asked that soon but we do talk about our jobs and when you do say certain things like i work in finance or i've been working here for x amount of years i'm a manager you say title names i could gauge you know i'm not silly and then also your lifestyle i can kind of look at it but of course it could be capped so it's just like i start to just I analyze a different way because I have clients so it's like different habits I start to pick up and see and then I'll start to see are you a frivolous spender or you are kind of uh, are you cheap or are you frugal and that's what I start to see because I don't want cheap I rather a frugal mindset of person mm-hmm. okay. if that answers the question yeah it is <laughs> so yeah okay so moving on to the next one um how important is financial literacy in your personal life um and will it be something you like to address with your partner while you date um Whoever wants to speak again. Um, it's very important for me. Um, it's actually something I enjoy reading about. Okay. Um, because I feel like it's unless I feel like it's always something you can learn about finances and how to move money. Um, and you know, of course in your personal life, the more you know about financial literacy, the better off you'll be. Um, and then um of course I wanna address it with my partner while I date but I don't know which date to do that because for me I feel like I don't want to you know I don't want you to be in it for the wrong reasons right Um, and and for me that's also another thing so like I kind of empathize with you I don't even know if I use empathize or sympathize (laughs) with you but um, (laughs) I think when you get to a certain success point it's harder to date if the majority of people in your category aren't yeah. in the same bracket as you. Yeah. I think for me at my age and my experience, I've reached a I don't, don't want to sound cocky, but I make more than the majority of my friends. Right. And so I don't want to um you know, you know, I just don't want to seem like you're not. We're in a different category and like you're envying me or you wanting what I have. And so I just want to make sure you're there for the right reasons. Right. Um, because somebody could easily come up to you and be like, oh, yo, you, you paying for everything? Like, yo, I'm still right. paying for this. Yeah. Um, or so like t- that, take advantage. What, but the difference between you and I is I'm a guy. So right. I'm already feeling inclined to pay. So I'm cool with that versus you know you're different like if a guy if you're paying for too many dates you're like all right bro come on yeah. <laughs> but yeah. if i'm paying for too many dates it's like well that's my that's my, my job, job. <laughs> yeah so yeah. that's that's where i'm at but i do like talking about it because i want to understand where your head is at yeah. how you think mm-hmm. um and what you've experienced my ex you know when we first met she was living with her parents okay i 
found an apartment for her and oh, wow. kind of helped her move out her house. Not to say she, because she's a, she was an engineer, engineer so oh. it's not that she didn't make money, but until you lived on your own and like paid bills and yeah, had the really budget, a grown up. <laughs> it's not that you're not a grown up. Okay. No, you not. <laughs> but, Mama told me but, you ain't growing your, these bills. But your way of thinking is way yes, different when yes. you're out here trying to survive by yourself. Oh, yeah. So that's what There's I'm no looking for. No net. Yeah. yeah. Safety net. Yeah. So we definitely got to talk about that. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Financial literacy is important to me too. I'm yeah. not a big like stocks and bonds and investments girl though. I'm kind of just like I make X dollar. I pay my bills every month. I know how much debt I have left basically just a car note at this point um and i know what my emergency fund looks like and that's it for me um emergency fund yeah yeah and it's that's pretty much it but i would love a partner that like looks into all those things because i know a lot of people in this day and age are talking about stocks bonds uh what do you call it crypto bitcoin things (laughs) kayla's just like all right i'm living in 2022 and anything beyond five years from now is it's cool but you know i'm very much a catch flights and you know worry about what's going on this year maybe the next three to five years versus down the line which may or may or may not be a bad thing or a good thing but no to judgment. have a partner that or a friends you talked about something i won't find i forgot what it was a high yield savings oh yeah high yield savings account yeah. i was like Janelle, i don't care about that right now okay <laughs> you were like kill you all this funny thing is i was like i don't I care know. i was, I was like, like can you just put, put it in something just <laughs> just for me in my <laughs> state yeah it's not of interest to me because i have other right. things that interest me um, right i don't like shopping and traveling but you know to have a partner and to do those things would be cool yeah and, and i almost would say Sometimes you don't, it's called equally yoked, right? Um, you don't have to be uh, matching dollar to dollar or every little thing, but interest is good or the willingness to learn or be led by that. I think that's beautiful. For me, I, of course, I have my financial education thing, but I actually enjoy listening to someone who actually is more in investing than I am because I just consi- started consistently last year. Um, yeah, last year. So I don't even say I'm like that pro in that because there's so much still to learn. I'm still deciphering crypto and all that great stuff. So I actually would love to have a husband that is more into it because I'm like, I get it to a point, but it's like, I trust you to just, here's the money, just do it. You know what I mean? Because there's something. Mm, be careful of that. No, no, not like, here's the money, let's do it. I know enough to be dangerous in that sense, mm-hmm. but it's like, teach me how to do it. But I'm saying like, I'm, I've reached a cap where I don't, care to know more about certain things outside of my own realm because I'm doing this of my own if that makes sense yeah no that makes a lot of sense because even when you're talking about crypto and nfts I'm just like that's a lot I don't have a brain capacity exactly I tried to do uh forex me too but <laughs> like day to day I'm really just we don't have time I'm paying off debt right now so that's what I'm trying to just focus on one thing so mm-hmm. but. and everyone's perspective will be different so let me just put this in here disclaimer anything I say in here this is for educational purposes <laughs> do not sue me okay thank you <laughs> but if you would like to be a client hit me up with adulting with Ma. okay alright um, but no just saying because what she was saying with the high yield savings I do suggest that and I still suggest that and Kayla you should do that and I will show you how to do it if you need it alright um, so yes, that's great. I'm glad you said that. Uh, did you have something else to say before I move? Okay. No, Scenario time. All right. So would you be comfortable with your partner making more money than you? We kind of touched a little bit on it, but let's get into the details. So would you? Yeah, I'm of, cool with it. Of course. Okay. And you're cool with it from the woman's perspective. Yes. Okay. And are you cool with it from the male's perspective? Mm-hmm. As long as it's not like um, a cocky 
I make more money than you, so, mm-hmm. you know, now you feel more entitled. Like, mm-hmm. I still need to feel like the man of the house. And in what ways do you think that would look like if, if your partner made more? Um, of course, this is something contingent on the person, but... What do you mean? Like, me be offended by it? Or no, like, what would be... Com- you said you'd be comfortable with that, mm-hmm. but then you also just said, um, I just still want to be the man of the house. Or what, that, what does that look like for you? You still taking out the trash? You well, I'm gonna do that regardless. I'm just wondering. I'm just but, asking. But um, if I'm gonna be a stay-at-home dad, we gotta talk about allowance or something like that. <laughs> 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 I gotta have some spending money. But that, that, that would more than likely never happen for me because I always feel like I need to work or be hustling. I was about something. to say, um, I would at least be making money off rental properties. He would love that. <laughs> but um, I don't. I mean, what it looks like for me is what I've seen. Like, okay, yeah, it's just you know you take. Because some people have never seen that, and they would never be take, okay with. We that. have to eventually talk about you know what's being paid, how it's going to be paid, mm-hmm, what, mm-hmm. Are, what are our financial goals, and mm-hmm. as long as we agree on that, then we need to agree. But not you making money and you deciding to go do that because you make more money. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We still need to be in agreement, like with yeah. what's going but on if, 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 together. If it's the dating stage, that's interesting. Um, yeah, because we get into it. If you making more money and you just taking flights, and I ain't got enough money to travel with you. Oh my god! <laughs> Let's talk about it. Wouldn't that be what, weird? What does that look so like? What if, what if you're dating a guy? Yeah. You make money. You can travel. You you really like this guy. <laughs> and are just three now. Oh, it damn. is. <laughs> But he can't really keep up with where you're trying to go or what you're trying to do. How are you reacting to that? Yeah. No, I think that's actually why, like, my situation in life as far as being single is the way it is. Mm. Because, like, I shop, I travel, whatever. I literally, I move to cities, you know? Yeah. It drops when it's time to announce that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But I can just literally do those things because I'm financially stable. But um, I actually have been a part of, like, seeing other people not be able to make those moves. I've never been at the stage to been able to take a a vacation. Shit has not lasted long enough to be able to talk about trips. Unfortunately, I would love to one day, but... Want to do it for my birthday. (laughs) 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 But trips have just not been a point of conversation. But definitely even things like um, going to events, maybe, like, high-priced events or something like that. Like, some... Somebody's birthday here was like one hundred dollars for a ticket. Maybe like not. You're not talking about me. No, 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 not you. I'm gonna say mine was eighty. But our mutual friend. Oh, gotcha. Um, things like that. I'm always down to treat people, and maybe that's the flaw in me. Mm -hmm. Always down to just say, hey, I know you don't have it right now. Let me just Mm -hmm. take care of you. But men are not down for that. They just have to earn it too, though. With you, I'm so Mm -hmm. fragile about this girl because she (laughs) loves so beautifully, and not everyone can have that. So. But no, but what you're saying, to your point, I do, I, I feel that. I think that's the other part. It's like, there's levels to it. I was kind of actually asking this question of like, you know, your partner meeting your partner in like marriage, not like you're dating because I don't really believe, and that's part of what I was saying earlier. I don't, there's a time and place to talk about finances. And I think those, it's good to talk about it early. However, there's certain things that are not needed because if we don't even know if we're being exclusive or not, there's no need to be talking about some deep stuff if we don't think this is going to last. You know what I mean? And also, too, some people might think they're entitled to things that they don't really even um, (laughs) have access to because we're not even dating in the sense of like, you know, so that's a crazy thing. But um, I just wanted to make sure I understood that and just get y'all's perspective. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right. 
right, next question is, what's your thoughts on gender roles, okay, within a relationship? Are they based off a traditional mindset? How do you incorporate finances in today's relationship um, dynamic within these modern times? For example, black women making more money nowadays. They don't obviously have to go stay at home. Like some of our parents may have been able have to have to do, excuse me, preference of a two income household versus one income. We kind of talked about it. But those nuances that are different now, um, yeah. how do you adapt or yeah. dealing with it? Well, I think my background, I think which is most important is that I was raised in a single family household. So my mom raised three kids at one point in time. We were all in college at one point. Wow. So wow. shout out to Queen. Yeah, shout out to my mama. Um, but that's it's just interesting. Real. That's, that's, that's real. That's real. Yeah. That's seeing, I mean, not on, like so many people are, you know, not victims of, how do you say it? Um, <laughs> Single uh, parent household. Yeah. But what is it called? Like, um, products? results of, yeah, products of single mm. parent households. Yeah. And so to see that, um, and then as an adult, me and my siblings sat my mom down, particularly after my grandma passed and mm. said, mom, what do your finances look like? Mm. What? Cause we all pay the phone bill together. My mom has never been a mom of like, Oh, I'll help you with this and that. Not because she hasn't had it, but because luckily after college, we were all three successful kids. Amen. My sister is a teacher my brother's in law school and I'm here doing health insurance so we're all be able to like take care of ourselves but to sit down and say mom what did the past look like when you were a single parent mm. what did you have to take care of what kind of battles did you go through she had to take out a bunch of loans to take care mm. of us my dad wasn't present he was sending fucking mcdonald's coupons oh. like a fuck nigga sorry okay. i can't have to that out but no you're fine. just things like that like we didn't two-parent households were not a thing for my family yeah either and even like going down the line my grandma's um husband my mom's dad passed away at like 30 something oh. at a very young age so my mom learned from her mother like yeah. what is it like to take care of four kids mm, by herself. unexpectedly yeah. yeah and so with that being said i look at that like man when we're having conversations with potential significant others dating talking whatever i'm looking at all the red flags from yeah. financial things to financial things to make sure that i'm not creating a generational curse here that we're yeah. breaking things like that so yeah i love that answer yeah and shout out to moms and right. queen yeah. and rosemary yeah yes i appreciate y'all for even i think oftentimes we grow up and we realize our parents don't know as much mm -hmm. and, oh, but yes. we, we've acquired so much knowledge so you guys being able to sit down and talk to her yeah. and, like, it's beautiful. and bring her up to speed I think that's really dope yeah. um, same for me I came from a single parent household my mom but for me at an early age I knew my mom wasn't that good with money um, but you know she made the best of it she did you know the best she could with me I was the only child but my dad Same. my dad always had money okay like we didn't have that close relationship but i ring up my dad today i need i need this it's in a it's in an account no matter what let me hit up your father so <laughs> so for me and then being an only child for me i think my mindset has always been it 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 really didn't matter about gender roles. It was more so being self-sufficient. Okay, yeah. Um, I always wanted to be self-sufficient. I didn't want to be the spoiled only child. I know, I, I hate that to, stigma. I didn't want to ask my parents for anything. Yeah. I like to provide for myself um, and just know that I could stand on my own. Um, so it doesn't really matter about, matter about gender, but it's okay. also, it's just really the mindset. Yeah. Um, nothing's really traditional about me so i don't expect anything traditional okay um that's a good perspective yeah but traditional in the sense of budget and pay your bills on time <laughs> yes yeah. like we're not about to, we're not about to be late like i don't 
I don't need to walk in the house and know if my lights are going to oh, get yeah, turned no. off because you decided to go shopping. Right. Or, you know, even a guy just, you you just, you just. Bought a new car for what? Like, no, yeah, yeah, like we got to make sure we're out here surviving, we're sustaining for our family. Right. Um, and when he says mindset, it's the mindset of how you're operating on your own as a single person yes. or a single household person right. before we get together. So I agree, like the yes. generals, it's not, I mean, we talked about gender and like who makes more money than mm-hmm. one was not clearly an issue, but yeah. that mindset of how you're doing things on your own before we get together, because I think one of your questions is about like poor money habits as far as mm. you as a person, mm-hmm. I, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Probably, yeah. No, we can talk about it though. Yeah. yeah. But honestly, I've had poor money habits. Like I'm, I'll be transparent. Like I'm over 10K in debt right now because of poor mm-hmm. money habits. But um, I think like, maturity finance maturity you need to kind of see where that person is on that level because if i know you if we've had that conversation and you're telling me you got x amount in debt and you still at the club every week right right or you still traveling then like that's different from i see you see you in debt and And okay you working two jobs and you're trying to get out like we get that's two same it's money situation. It's a willingness. But yeah. your mindset is different. So that's what yeah. I'm looking at. I'm, that's what I'm looking for too. Because if we're in a relationship together, we open a business, the business fails, we got to get out. Mm-hmm. I need to know what you're going to do. Like, right. You're going to get in more debt or we're going to get out this thing. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. And I, I totally agree. I think kind of piggyback what you were just saying, the mindset. And that's what I, to answer the first, kind of go back to the first question. That's what I'm looking for when I'm dating um, initially in those first days. I'm not even at, like I said about the the jobs and your mindset but I also ask after like where do you see yourself in three to five years and those are really crucial to me because then I'm listening of like what does that look like are you in the same boat are you growing in whatever the career is I'm not even gonna solo silo silo someone and say oh I'm only dating entrepreneurs f the corporate because I work a corporate job it's more so like where do you envision yourself and it kind of goes back to another episode we had <laughs> that we talk about singleness but it's also understanding are we on the same level, right? Dating on the same level playing field. If your 500,000 house is your million dollar house and I want an actual million dollar house and that's just my project, like I want to grow and elevate, if that's, you're comfortable right there, maybe we're not on the same level because I'm going to always keep trying to do and get to that million dollar house. I mean, you might be settling at this 500,000, which is great. That's your financial gain. That's your financial uh, goal, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's just, again, just, I like to listen really intently in those conversations before we even put money because the other part that leads to is that you can make as much money as possible but you have poor financial habits you can be making as much money and Mm -hmm. spending it all and that for me is is just as bad as someone having less income than me but someone trying to actually make rather invest it or do make it grow in some type of way or start a business because then at least it's like there are people that still live paycheck to paycheck and make more money than me for sure but i don't fit feel that insecurity anymore you know what i mean mm-hmm. so but again that's all forces comes out in ways okay next question is how soon do you speak about finances in your dating life what's too soon i think you were hinting at that what do you guys think or, or for yourself personally i know you said transparently or, i don't know who wants to start no you just transparently you're very upfront about it and that's who you are so that's fine but i guess i'm assuming in the first few dates i'm Probably assuming like the third date okay if we get that far if we if we get there okay yes. okay yes <laughs> <a good> threshold. <laughs> and then what about you 
Um, and well, do you think it's too soon? I'm sorry, that's the next follow up. Do you think it's too soon for the third date? Well, for you, like, have you? Do you feel that way? Like, what's your thoughts? I feel it? like bringing up on the first or second is too soon. Yeah. At that point, you're trying to ask somebody what their favorite color is. So, mm, yeah, okay. I don't think you need to be talking about like how much you make in that same conversation. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I think it depends because if you yeah. guys figure out, you know, if you have your company and you're talking about financial literacy. Maybe you can kind of. Well, I don't know. That's pretty. That is pretty heavy for the first and second yeah. day. Oh yeah, that's why I don't say anything. Yeah. I don't even kind of bring up the too deepness of my job, my yeah. my side hustle. It really it shouldn't might... matter at that point. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Unless you a love at first sight type person. Right. Unless you like really, really, really like that person. But I think the first few dates is like, are you the only child? Where are you from? What does your background look like? Like all that other like, what, is, what like what's feeding into your character? Money is not necessarily in that right now. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and if it is in there that soon, that's kind of yeah. <laughs> I've had a, I've had a date actually. No, seriously, um, it is. I've had a guy actually be like, so he was very like a finance type guy, investment banker. Actually, he was like, so what's your three five? Like he almost treated me like an interview, and um, and I did not like that. And at that time, I was not the best in my finance, and I'm still growing. Of course, I'm not like there yet because <laughs> I got some more stuff to do, but. I was very insecure about certain things and the way he went about it was terrible first of all but also too just like he was just like oh what are you doing with this and if i didn't know something like say about investments which is fine because who knows every freaking stock out there you know he was just like how do you not know this you work in finance and it was so demeaning and i realized later that uh that that's terrible like the way he's moved his life around just this job all his security his manhood was in this job but when he lost that job oh everything went left because all of the ties that he put as him who he is was in this job and when he lost it because of his his stuff everything started coming out now years later he's found himself in a different way he's rooted in different things money is not always a thing you know of course it's still important but i just i say all to say it's very interesting if you bring it up too soon that's a red flag to me because it's almost like what are you in this for transparency are you trying to get a gold digger sugar mama sugar daddy what's up or do you really have all like your everything that happens is around and rooted in money which i don't think is the best thing because there's so much more to life than money yeah i think you could kind of tell at first too because you know you could see what people are impressed by yeah by the first and second date yeah Yeah, especially if I don't know if I'm going to like Little Alley Steakhouse, Little Alley Steakhouse. Sorry. <laughs> there it is, y'all. Okay. Um, you know, first date, I think, and then you majorly impressed by that. I can kind of gauge. Uh, I don't know. That might not be a valid statement because you might just know how to. I was about to say, wait, right But I'm just saying, you can kind of tell what people are impressed by. I think that's something that. I can kind of see. I think that tells your relationship with money as well. Okay. So, wait. Break that down a little bit. Yeah. So, if someone... So, two different reactions. What does that tell you? And what's the reaction you're saying? Just yeah. to make sure we understand. Right. Um. So, the reaction is like... <laughs> oh, this is fancy. This is nice. Oh, um, I ain't never been no place like this before. Okay. Um. Versus, you know... But I, that's why I'm retracting my statement because... Yeah. Some people just know how to operate environments okay. that they can't afford. Yeah. Like, if I go to a black tie event and it's like a gala with millions of dollars of donors, 
I'm going to know how to operate. I might not have a million dollars. Oh, yeah, you won't know. That's why I retracted my statement. Yeah. Well, when you mentioned you Lil Ali, I think it was more of, because I'm a girl who's like, wow, thank you so much for taking me. Yes, versus appreciative. not taking me to Chili's. So I would say, oh, I hate well, you. I'm just using an example. I've never been to, I've I've never never been been to Chili's, Chili's, Chili's either. But I'm just saying, like, there's some people who would be like, wow, render, maybe not at the table, but mm-hmm. in the car, like, wow, render, thank you for taking me here tonight. Oh, yeah, no, appreciation yeah. is yeah. cool. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not saying, like, yeah. now, if you've been there, like, oh, this well, is Al, This ain't this ain't no boo. Um, <laughs> this ain't no boo across the street, which is being built, y'all. Right. If y'all want to take me out. This cool. <laughs> then I'm like, well, either you really rich or you just here for the wrong reason. Right. <laughs> I think also too, I'm gonna say it's the difference between appreciation and stuff because I'm gonna make whoever I'm dating feel like the man because that's who I am. That's my character. So I went to a really nice sushi spot that I'd never been to. Actually, a guy heard it and we went, and I was like, oh my god, this is so nice. And I, been to nicer places the bill was only about a hundred something that ain't i've racked up more than that but i'm gonna make you feel like the king like because you are you really took me someplace the intent was there and i want you to know i love the fact that you were so thoughtful mm-hmm. that does not mean i've never been to a nice place in my life mm-hmm. but i'm just gonna i'm just very like charismatic just like oh my god this is so nice like look at us doing this not because i'm not uncultured you know what i'm saying like no you know but what i mean that's different yeah. You're right. I just want to make sure we're clear. Yeah, no, we're we clear, clear on that. Because <laughs> that kind of makes me think about, and I want to ask you this question. Like, mm-hmm. what if a girl did, you know, girls treat guys? Well, it's not, <laughs> not Only foreign. Only Kayla does that. It's no, not okay. foreign. But literally, like, okay, so girls like to, or the thing is, like, oh, girls want to be treated to, like, nice places, expensive places, blah, yeah. blah, blah. But oftentimes, guys do things like a picnic or whatever oh, else. Yeah. Like, vice versa, like, putting the shoe on the other foot. Like, do guys, when girls... It's, it's their time to treat the guys out do they are they like oh where's she gonna take me or is it more because you said something about intent yes yeah. thoughtfulness yep yeah. intentional like how does that look for vice um, versa it's kind of getting into finances a little bit but yeah, I, no, I yeah. definitely don't expect you to take me anywhere yeah as opposed to what i would expect myself to take you yeah um that's not okay. my expectation i would expect something more thoughtful i think women think more thoughtful thoughts mm-hmm. <laughs> yes I we do that. think more thoughtful thoughts because you guys I think I, w- I would expect something more thoughtful because my expectation for women I don't know if this is okay I think women show guys their blind spots like you might show me something I didn't even know I liked mm-hmm. or expose mm. me something so I didn't know I something new something new mm. um, and so I, I like stuff like that it could be dinner it could be a picnic it could be anything to be honest it don't really matter they don't have to have like a dollar value and i'm going to associate that got with it. your mm-hmm. finances mm-hmm. got it now if you taking me to little alley steakhouse and it's not like my birthday or anniversary or it's like if this is the second date and you taking me there i'm yeah. like yo she loves me <laughs> no it's not even that. how much money do you bring because you gotta think about trap you not a woman is not gonna take you to little alley steakhouse on the second date without having like money I've never been to Little Alley. I might have to go. You've never been to Little Alley. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me not say that on the call. Well, it's a, it's a higher-end restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, but, mm-hmm. like, even... Yeah, I think I spent about the same at Poor Calvin's, to be honest. Uh, okay, I've never been to Poor Calvin's. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, if, maybe you need to put us on. You want right. to take us out right now? Oh, we're just, <laughs> I'm going to We might need to do that. Okay, that's going to be our after session, y'all. <laughs> at Poor Calvin's. <laughs> meet us there. we got to have reservations. <laughs> okay, well, it out um no i think to your point um these are just really high-end steakhouses but the only reason why and i'll say this too again i agree people put you on i used to date a guy that um 
made significantly a lot of money. Like he was, I'm gonna just say he was a dentist and also a really successful entrepreneur. So like millionaire basically. I loved him so much more because he was so humble in the way he walked and all that stuff. But everywhere we, it was always a lot of money. He loved steak. So every time we have our date night, because it worked with our schedule, um, or maybe say around Thursday, it was a steakhouse. That was a way for me to learn something new about him, figure out what like he loves. He just wanted to just taste every steakhouse in Atlanta, really. And that's his thing. And I was like, you know, I'm with you, whatever. You know, obviously, I mean, you're paying, so it don't matter. But when I showed up and tried to do little things for him, it was never around the monetary value, even though I would try to do that because I'm like, you're taking me out to this every week, so let me put something down, and I would. But he valued the fact that I thought about the little things that he liked and, like, you know, cared to his character and his, like, what he he told me in those times, you know? And I think, I don't know what that is or not. I don't have any problem spending money on a man. Um, it's just, you have to be worth it. Earn it. And earn it, Yeah. Like, just, this is hard work to earn money. You know what I'm saying? So, if a man told you you had to earn it. I think earn is the wrong word for me. If somebody told me I had to earn. Mm. You're just not getting it. And that's okay. Because you earn your salary, like, at a job. Right. Like in a relationship, outside of time. If somebody were to say I needed to earn something, I would automatically start thinking about, like, stuff I have to do in bed for him or something like that <laughs> yeah. yeah what's the song you earned it from the weekend hey. like that but no, <laughs> you, you bring up a good point because I feel like that has probably trained a man to think that if I take you to that expensive restaurant oh, yeah. then I earned yeah. your pussy right Yeah. And, and that is not the case Nick okay and so that's kind of created a toxic environment in dating. Let's talk if about you think it. about it. Yeah. Um, because like now you're not even taking me out to this place genuinely. It's just because you want to. Right. Mm. And, but you also have women out there thinking like, oh, if he take me there, that's what that means. And it's worth Whereas that. Whereas he yeah. could genuinely just like steak. Right. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I found out this man just loves steak. And this is why we would go to every But your house. initial date was probably like, damn, like he must really want yeah. some. I was like, and he was not getting none, okay, and and that's okay. But that's crazy, you know, right? And when then you, when you think about that in hindsight, it's like that's the way we think. I know, and that's part of the reason why I think for me, when I'm dating and I'm getting to know you, I'm I always give the choice. I do this because I tell my clients this. Um, a guy asked me, "Oh, what do you want? Like, what do you like to eat?" I gave him the favorite cuisine. He's like, "Well, what restaurant?" I said, um, "I like these types. I've never been in these." Or I'll say, "You choose," because then at least it gives you the freedom to look at the menu if you can afford it. To have two people go on your dime, and also too, just give me a preference. Like, you do some research and let me know if you're interested in this too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Stop just doing what I want because it's setting up to this point. Like, well, I gave her everything she wants, so now she need to give me what I need. I definitely think the guy should always choose the first date okay why is that um like you said um to pretty much set the tone okay um and well it depends on what the date is that's true because if it's, it's, a, be, if it's a restaurant yeah um be a walking apart a hike yeah <laughs> but i but that's coming from a sense that y'all talked a little bit so he can understand what you like to set the first date correctly because mm-hmm. I think that kind of plays a part in like were you listening to me thus far and that's why I like the person because if you're allergic to sushi 
and you take me to a sushi restaurant, nigga, what? You want to listen? You trying to kill me. <laughs> you trying yeah. to kill me. You hate me. Yeah, you hate me. Just say that. Right? <laughs> you hate me. Just say that. So, yeah, that's what I think about that. Okay, so next question. I do. I love the... Excuse me. I love the conversation. Um, to add more advice, to <laughs> what are some financial red flags you may see in a partner you tend to stay away from while dating? Any crazy stories? Anything you just automatically non-negotiable? Uh-uh. Um, off the bat, I guess it could tie in with finances, but also social media. When I see people like flaunting too much on social media, oh yeah, it's like I kind of don't care. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're just holding up that you know, little money the money on the arm. Yeah, it doesn't like if we're both the same age, like 26 and 26. And like, I know you're a scammer, stop. Right. And I don't even know, like, we haven't even had a conversation about how much you make, um, you know, what you do for, for work. Even if I see too much flaunting on social media, it just gives off vibes that one, you're not humble. Yeah. And two, that you're literally just flashy, just to be flashy. Like, yeah. It's I don't know. That's a whole nother lifestyle that people be living on social media. And that is a sign to me that, like, you not have issues with your finances, but that you're literally doing shit just for, just for show. Yeah. And I don't, I'm very much a Fashion Nova, pretty little thing type of girl. Yeah. But if you're out here flashing $300,000 watches, we're just, we're not the same. Decatur is not Atlanta. I'm correct. Yeah. <laughs> are we talking about? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, we're going to ding. I'm sorry. For you, Render? Um, I think it's hard for me to see red flags in women in dating financially financially okay. other than I mean if, well if, if, right if, <laughs> well, you can talk about it all well I'm talking about financially <laughs> right. because I think in my head I'm so focused on my finances I'm not even I guess unless we just that far in a date and we just talked about it and I you told me like you got student loans you got debt I'm about to say sometimes it comes you, up in conversation and you just got all these Amazon packages and that's <laughs> Nova packages Whoa. at the door or you know, feel attacked. No. <laughs> I, well, I, I, I don't know, because I was gonna say living at home might be a red flag, but also I understand. I think living at home and understanding why you living at home would be a red flag for me if it wasn't the right reason. Now, if you're stacking up and saving for a house, yeah, like, I've heard that before. Or you're investing, that makes sense for me. But if you're just at home, not accumulating any responsibility, that's kind of a red flag for me. Because, why? When, why? because when you move out the house and say we move in together, you expecting me to do everything and you just save your paycheck. You definitely and that's not the type why. of relationship. I want. So, right now, if we get to a point where I'm making that money and you can do that, and we agree on that, then I'm cool. Right. I I think it. Of course, it depends on that point. Before I say my point, because. I've actually, I mean, because COVID happened, right? A lot of people went back home with their parents because they they didn't have to, let, uh, you know, stay where they are, which I think was super, like, huge for people to really take advantage and really save up some money, you know, especially if their parents had the space. I wish my parents did, but they live in a studio apartment, so that was not going to happen. But I've seen people come up and really save up some money and stop their uh, lease, save a couple few thousands of dollars mm-hmm. that can help them project them to where it is some other people of course went back home to save for a home i think that's very responsible because why are you you know if you're trying to really get it soon you need it um but you're at home with a plan but you're at home with a plan and that's what i'm saying you're right there is a plan you do plan to leave, leave or go yeah. back out to the world well, yeah on your own well, so some I people wait at home to get married till they get married some people do that is a, a cultural thing. And that's okay, but yeah. it's like, still have a plan. Right, Don't right. just be out here shopping and... Unless you just like to travel, I guess. That's cool. 
I just want to see some type of responsibility so I can know you can handle responsibility. Right. And I think, yeah. Okay. That's that's good. Did you want to say that? Mm-mm. Okay. Sorry. I thought you about it. Uh-uh. I don't think so. I was going to say some of my financial red flags, like I said, um, because I kind of sense habits. Um, let me not out nobody. I'm just saying, um, I just feel like, again, the flashiness is huge. Because some of them are capping. Some of them are capping. I've been on dates with guys where, like, it appears that they got everything. And the quality of date I got was just, like, piss poor. You know what I mean? And and I don't mean it in the sense of, like, where we went. But more so, like, hesitant around when it was coming the bill time. I'm like, if you got it, then be about it. You know what I'm saying? I personally feel like I notice little things if, like, hey, I, I'm not ashamed shaming no one. I check the bill before I put my card down because I want to make sure you ain't miss me up. You know? I do. Some people are like, if they notice something, I've been on a date where they noticed maybe something was charged extra. And when I say charge, it was less than $5. And it's like, um, this is this. Now that, I don't think it's a red flag. I think it's kind of like a little weird because it's like now we have to wait for this $5 kind of expense to be tied out and we're at a nice restaurant. But little things like that, it's like, okay, did you come out with a budget? And did you go over it? That $5 is going to break you? Like, what's up? I'm starting to like ask these questions. So those are little things that like maybe yellow flags in my opinion. I ain't gonna lie. I, I, earlier in my career when I was younger, I definitely used to cap, you know, in dating. But that's because I have nice taste, so I want to treat you. So sometimes I could not afford that, but I would. That's how I got in the credit card. Low key. <laughs> but for me, it was more so I, I was just like, you know, I want you to feel special, and that's my way of treating you special. Okay. Um, and, you know, I personally think it's okay for people to be like, hey, I didn't order this. Why is this on my tab? Mm -hmm. Because then if they are hesitant the first time, just, oh, I don't want to embarrass myself in front of this girl. And y'all are going on nicer dates for the next five months. And there's shit on there. Just happenstance at every single restaurant. Then he's like, oh, shit, they just charged me for a $20 entree. And I can't say nothing. Oh, no, I ain't doing that. No, this was more of a $5. That's a nigga that's just accepting anything. And you definitely don't want nobody just accept anything. That's true. Nah, that ain't mine. Take that off. But uh, in a respectful way, though. Of course. Yeah, yeah. So, scenario time. Okay. Um, it's giving me material girls. Okay. Joint account versus separate accounts. Now, this is obviously an ideal of marriage. I'm not talking about partner. I think you should keep that shit separate to UK. Um, and before I give my opinion, let's have you guys talk about it. Yes. Joint and separate. What you doing? You're married. This is a little interesting. So before you, before I answer this, okay. out of curiosity, right. yes, did you ever know about your parents' finances, whether they were joint or separate? Yeah, at a certain age, I started recognizing. Yes. Okay, so we kind of have similar backgrounds, Kayla and I, mm-hmm. um, where you know we don't really our parents were single, so oh, we duh. Don't really, so okay, that makes sense. I, so for me, no, so for me, making a decision is just based off of my emotions right now. Um, I would want my own account. I would want joint accounts and for her to have her own account. Um, reason being is, you know, we put money into the pot. That takes care of expenses and goals. And then whatever else is left for the, the family. Okay. Or, well, for your individual needs. Okay. 
I feel like we talked about this. That's why my answer's the same. Oh, but is it? Yeah, okay. it is. I like. Yeah, yeah, like have your own joint account. But if like me and Render were to have like kids or something like that, start a joint bank account for things like oh the schools, whatever. Private school is a lot. For instance, throwing money in there from both of our paychecks on a per month basis. Um, if we wanted to go on a couple's trip. And we're like, okay, we know that the trip is going to cost us $1,000, making mm-hmm. sure we put our fair share in there. Or just like having oh. like, you know, whatever, like a thousand, $1,000 for a paycheck, uh, $1,000 a month going in there um, for every like monthly expense or something. Like what's left in there is left in there. Um, but just sort of having an account where we can pay our bills, um, you know, go on trips, take care of the kids, but also have the remaining money stay in our accounts. That way, if it's Rinder's birthday and I want to do something nice for him, one, I'm not pulling out a bank account for him to be you with your money for now yeah i hate when people do that oh that that drives me crazy some of the videos on instagram where it's like babe can i have the card i'm gonna go get you like blah blah blah. it's like i get it but also like i want to be able to treat my man and also just logistically not have a freaking bank statement that says kayla just withdrew 500 dollars and he knew exactly and he knew exactly how much his birthday gift cost it like that's annoying oh. to me. some oh, things man. i want to have surprise so you never know yeah that's my and i think that makes sense because now it'll be interesting if you make way more money than i do yeah but our household is like say i make 40k and you make 100k but we want our household to be a 75k household okay Mm -hmm. then that means i'm pretty much putting majority of my money in a pot yeah and you have a lot more left over Mm -hmm. but it's still fair but i just think that would be an interesting scenario because it's like do you put more money in a pot because you make more? Yeah. Let's talk about it. Do you? Let's, this is the scenario. That That's the whole point. Ah, scenario um, time. I think I would operate off a percentage base. Like, not okay. a 50-50 thing. Well, you are really fair. What? You that, said you would I'm just say, like, if our, yeah, I'm, for instance, if, like, we know that our bills are going to be flat um, $5,000 a month for our household, water, mm-hmm. electricity, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be like, oh, okay, Render, where's your 2500 My 2500 is right here. Mm. I would be like, Render, you make 40K, I make 100 What is that? I don't know the percentage. Girl, don't do that uh, with me right now. Let's not just say quick. it's 60 40 Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you would pay 40% of the bills. The okay. monetary amount, I would pay 60 No problem. I'm not, I have friends and girls on Instagram all day who are like, I'm not paying a damn bill when I get it. <laughs> when I get a man and I'm like that is so selfish of you that's crazy no I definitely like that compromise yeah I was thinking more yeah what you would do I was thinking more you guys put the same amount in there Mm -hmm. um and if you're making less then do more to get more money (laughs) that's what Rinder's saying that's a you problem (laughs) it's not that because I think if I'm your partner either way I'm gonna take care of you Mm -hmm. however it's just like I thought it would be a motivating factor. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's Make like, more money. Oh, okay. <laughs> but even if I'm making less and you make it, that would motivate me. Like, you know, yeah. I'm, it still makes me feel like I'm doing half right. as a man. And, you know, though I have less left over at the end, you know, I got to go get something else. Now, if you want me home more often right. and that's going to cost me to get another job, yeah. right. then we can revisit that conversation. But, you gotta think about most guys like it's not about you making more but the fact that i'm contributing less Mm -hmm. sometimes that make people feel some type type of way way. yeah Mm because you could make more and that's cool but if i'm not contributing contributing at least half 
then that might make people feel some type of way too. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that would just be another resolution to just like, you know, pay your half, whatever's left is yours. You ain't got it. Go hustle, my nigga. <laughs> you gotta be dog. Because you, you want, you know, you want to see that. Okay. No, that's beautiful. I, I I couldn't agree more. I mean, that was gonna be my answer. Now I do have a question. So, okay. <laughs> what should the pot that we're pouring into pay for? So should it pay for just housing and kids, mm-hmm. or should it include the car you drive as well? I don't know because that's tricky. I have a, because the car is more kind of yeah a want. But also, if you do have kids, it's kind of like the kids are in both of our cars. So it's not just like a oh render you're picking the kids up. So your car can be expensive to our middle fund, and mine can't. Right? It's I think it's definitely about like the usage. I have a cousin who got his wife a new car, and all the family looking like okay, big money. <laughs> like she, I think he made more than her. He's a pastor. Mm-hmm. She was like. I don't know what she was, but <laughs> something. I mean, but that less. gives you opportunity to be like, oh, okay, babe, you know, I got you a truck. Yeah, for sure. Because, I mean, but I feel like. So, what are you saying? If you got her a truck, who's paying that? Him? Well, I'm just saying, if you make more, you decide oh, okay. to give your partner a gift, mm-hmm. you can. But I also feel like that could kind of be on you. It's just yeah. depending on what you agree with. But yeah. if you drive in a range and, you know, my car is like a Ford Explorer, yeah. you know, like. <laughs> That's cool too, but yeah. I'm just wondering, like, if you were doing the budgeting, yeah, and you guys both had cars coming, in, your own cars coming in a relationship, because that does happen a lot. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you could definitely be at a different level and make more, so you're driving something better versus somebody who isn't making as much, and you guys come in a relationship. And it's like, it's no reason for now that y'all in a relationship. Okay, now you need to go get you a Porsche. No, I yeah. got a range. Right. <laughs> so I'm just wondering, like, you know, where does that the wants funds yeah. come from? If 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 it's not even because you got more money to play with, you know, mm-hmm. unless you're just giving better gifts. Yeah. And I'm working two jobs. Yeah, I think for me it's like cars, gas, and individual food. Like if I'm going out during the workday, eating and stuff like that is my individual expense. Anything like kids and the mutually like bills and mutual like usage is things that should be pulled out of the middle fund. Essentials. Yeah. And travel. I was about to say that that would be considered depending on what you talk to. So to answer your first my first question, I agree. I totally would do I'm I'm very big on that. I want a joint account for all the mutual bills, whatever you want to call it, pots. I want a his, hers, and ours, period. Um, to your question, I'm gonna be honest with you. I really do believe that I'm going to be equally yoked with my partner in a sense of lifestyle as well and mindset. So to be honest, it depends without the kids, of course, because there is if there's no kids and then there's no kids mutually exclusive. It's just us. Mm-hmm. Then in my op- opinion, I would almost do way more sacrificing either not sacrificing, but investing with our money because we have nothing, no one else to take care of but ourselves. So in those years, and I like to say I'll be, you know, without kids for a few years before I have them um, with my partner, I would actually throw in the thought, if I make a good amount of money that we can live off of, and I'm assuming we both make the same account, let's take one of your salaries and invest that shit. Like, let's actually go that amount, like do some crazy stuff to really set ourselves up to really break generational curses if that's what you want to do, which is something I really value and whoever I'm partnering with marriage-wise would hopefully value that too. And when our kids come, we could revisit that of like okay back to ours hers you know stuff like that Mm -hmm. so that's personally what i would say 
Um, again, this is something I would have to happen. I guess we could do a recap when we, when we get there years later. That'd be um, interesting. That'd be very interesting. Be like, actually, y'all, I don't work. I'm a housewife. Now. <laughs> he pay for everything. I got an allowance. But I don't think I would actually be okay with allowance. And I think the reason why is because I watch my parents. Um, my both my parents actually both work. Um, and so I, they did have separate accounts. Um, but I did know my mom took care of the finances. So my mom, my dad would probably give him a portion of her check or whatever to take care of it because she was just very, it was better than that. It was not until I noticed in the recession when one of them lost their job first, and I think it was my mother, that my dad had to like be the breadwinner. And that's when I noticed things changed. I said, oh, bills, were, not when they weren't getting paid, but like it was just very disorganized and arguments would come up. And if I'm being honest, that's when I actually had my first interaction with my parents and dealing with money because I never had to care about anything else or they never gave it like I never had to worry about it and so when that happened I said oh I don't want this in my future home because I realized there's so much uh, strain and 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 like to me as a young person I didn't like that I was like where's the love because I always hear anger now you know I mean, if that makes sense I get that but also imagine your check that you get mm -hmm. every month mm -hmm. you giving that to somebody else no, I, I, that's something that my parents, like, again, this is something like you and the partner, whatever y'all decide on, that should be an equally thing. With the recession happening, I think my dad put a portion and just was like, here, Trey, just make sure all of them are done, right? Like, all the bills are done, because she was just like, like that. She's very organized. But when the recession happened and my mom no longer had to do that, she, of course, put her money in there, too. What she had to do is just him. That was a huge shift for him, mindset-wise. He's like, dang. We don't have the money that we usually do every weekend when we go out to go to the movies and stuff like that. I noticed that. That's when I started noticing, oh, we're in a recession because the shit we used to do as a family was not happening. And I was like, what's going on? We used to be here. We used to do that. And then I'm starting to notice little things and little things. And then, of course, I'm going to boarding school. Private school is expensive. The recession happened exactly that time. Then my dad lost his job. So then all lost, you know, and no one's making an income. People are taking out their 401ks. And that's when I started to see, like, oh, this this is ghetto that's a wild time to be alive it's a wild time and that's why i'm so sincere about how i am about my finances very protective and sensitive about my shit because i don't want that to happen i mean covid i mean a lot of people lost their jobs exactly I think if it's like were a all just employed, we were all fortunate to stay employed but a lot of people really lost their jobs and you there and with recession you wasn't getting furloughed yeah you know or a, a subpoena stipe what is it called? Yeah, them little uh, checks that yeah, we, we'll buy then. Yeah, we wasn't you wasn't getting those. It's like, oh, now we're taking our four hundred one k's. Oh, I thought you had more money in your phone. Well, I didn't know. You know, all this stuff you ain't never talk about, yeah, and now you, you are. It's crazy. Yeah. And so, with that said, this is why I would say, if you have some money, you have it that maybe it's not worked out by the time we walk down this aisle at least you have your own account that you don't ever sabotage what's going on with me and our family mm -hmm. because that's something i don't play with and that's just something i value don't affect our kids yeah for your i think you just gotta come down to that compromise when it comes to that yeah that would be a, that's a tough conversation oh it is i witnessed it my parents still working on it <laughs> For being honest, no, but it, and it, like I said, this is why I'm very. I wanted to have this conversation because it's such a big thing we don't talk about. Is that a pre-engagement conversation? What the money conversation? I think it's For so sure. pre-engagement. Shameless plug, y'all. 
<laughs> because of all this, and because we want to, you know, of course, grow and everyone help themselves do better, there will be a money game coming out, exclusive. You heard it here first. Hey. And um, it'll be a card game you can play with your lovers. Yes, yes. I'm okay. excited about that. Me too. <laughs> I, I want it to really take off. I think it will be healthy for the community. It will be. Questions that need answers. Yes. Oh, that's a good title. Well, you might want to check and make sure that's not already. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'll write it down. Okay. Back to what this was. But no, I agree. I think it's pre-engagement. I don't think you should be walking down the aisle if you didn't talk about all real shit that break up marriages, which is one, finances, infidelities, too. Adult. Yeah, I think that's that's what it is. Um, Yeah. I think those are two major ones. And of course, obviously, if you don't want to be married, obviously, that should come out (laughs) now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm a big firm believer in premarital counseling. Even when you don't have issues, you should still see somebody. All right. Next question I have here is: Would you not? Well, would you not date someone due to their financial status situation? For example, has too much debt, spends too much money, makes significantly less than you, has a low credit score. So this is someone that you're not just early dating. We're like seriously talking. This could be someone you actually might get engaged to. And I guess this kind of goes into your premarital. Like, this is his pre-engagement. Would you date someone? I don't think it will last that long. Yeah. Mm. Same here. Because your mindset... There's no way your mindset and other aspects of your life aren't tying with mine. Okay. Because, yeah, you kind of peep that from, a like, early. Like, you're spending too much money. Um, even if you make less than me, like... Your mindset is different. Like when I was making less, my mindset was different than what it is now. Like, right. Now more so paying off debt, looking for other things to invest in. Right. Versus when I was making like forty k, I was just trying to survive. Check the check twenty dollars for the week. Mm. Oh what? Like mm. no seriously like that's I mean. At the, I know how to get through it now. If I had twenty dollars to make through, I know how to. Right, right. It's like I got twenty dollars. I got to get groceries and I got to get gas and I got to make it to Friday. Mm. And I'm not even doing anything crazy. So like, trying to date somebody, like I'm not thinking about dating anybody unless you bringing me food. You know, like I don't want to hear nothing other than you bringing me food or you putting gas in my tank. And as a guy, you know, I can't really expect that from a girl. Right. Um, a girl can expect that from a guy I think so if we're just realizing that but it's also like most women don't want to well I don't say most women but women might not want to even put that pressure on a guy depending on where they're at like no you ain't got to pay for my you might suffer I think at that point I was suffering in silence Mm -hmm. but that might have been my pride some people might be good enough to ask hey can you send me $50 or when is that appropriate to ask your partner for money that is the question this one boy asked me for money oh and it was the worst situation we were talking let's see probably for like two months won't even get into like what we were because that whole conversation was oh you my girlfriend now and he didn't formally ask me Mm. so it just kind of switched into that ghetto situation (laughs) but it was black friday week and he was like oh i get paid this day can you just send me 250 dollars i thought he was paying bills and stuff this man was going to like black friday shop he got everything in from whatever store and then was like oh i'm gonna pay you back next week the week went by 
literally you probably got the paycheck whatever else mind you at that point why don't you have savings to go get that money from why are you asking somebody for 250 dollars yeah emergency fund whatever but like just took the longest time to pay me back and i'll literally of course they what what do they say when you lend somebody the money just assume you'll never get it back yeah but still like just watching people and this happens a lot they just start operating like they don't owe you money and i you're looking at them crazy so i will personally never no matter probably until after marriage um loan people money unless it's like a fiance and for whatever reason he's struggling to pay for whatever but hopefully whoever i'm talking to we've already had the conversation about emergency funds and finances to where you're not needing to put your hand out so yeah 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 uh, yeah for me um <laughs> keep it polite right here i don't like loaning out money but i don't like loaning out money because i don't ask for money okay yeah. same so that makes me feel uncomfortable because when i loan out money that puts me on I, I think that puts our relationship and friendship on edge hell yeah that I normally don't have with most of my friends <laughs> right like some people are cool with that because I'm pretty sure they just ask people for money drop friends and keep it moving or if they pay them back then you know even if we build that relationship of taking and giving taking and giving like that unless I'm at a certain point in my life I'm not I'm not there yet now because that means I have to readjust my budget to loan you money and I'm not even expecting it back like it was right. said it's just like once the money's out like I'm I can't be emotionally emotionally attached to those dollars anymore. Right. Um, so for me, um, I would rather you not ask me for money. Um, but if you do ask me for money, I feel like I have the right to ask you questions about the money. Mm. Now, I am the type to like, hey, here's like $50. Take yourself to lunch or... Oh, yeah. And you're not expecting that back. That, but... I'd rather me give it to you than someone asking like yeah I need this but it's also like you don't want I wouldn't want somebody that I'm dating to suffer in silence financially right and and that's what I think but it's like a it's like a great it's a very area, big gray right or a thin line yeah and I think that's why the reason why I ask is because it's like again you're getting into these situations but not knowing their finances and sometimes or majority of the time you haven't even had the conversation, the foundational conversation of finances, where your mindset is. So asking questions like, why do you need the money? It's like, oh, I'm late on bills. Why are you late on bills? And it's like probably not the right time to ask that because mm-hmm. they're obviously looking for a solution. Yeah. And a lot of pride could be put in the way yeah. right there. Don't ask me why I'm... Right, but you also just stated, you're like, I feel like I have a title to ask why or what's going on with the money that I'm blending. Oh, well, in that, in that case, I mean... And it's fine. I'm not saying nothing's wrong. I'm just saying this is the reason why... These types of conversations need to come up beforehand. But, mm, yeah. Because I'm but sure if you I, knew I, I, how I, he was spending that money at Black Friday, you probably wouldn't have gave it mm-hmm. to him. You probably would have said no. But it depends, though, because if I'm in a financial state where somebody asks me for $200, I'm like, here. Because if I'm at a certain, if I'm making a certain amount of money, $200 is nothing to me. Like, if you ask me for $20, I'm gonna be a little thrown off, but I ain't gonna ask you what you asked for twenty dollars for. Two fifty sound like you paying a bill. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was pretty like soon. Like I said, it was two months into knowing somebody, and then it was the man asking the woman, which right. is a little bit of like a ooh. But mm-hmm. even for me, two fifty sounds like you're paying a bill. Yeah. Like twenty dollars, you just trying to get something to eat or yeah. gas to get you on the road because right. you forgot your credit card or something. Yeah. Two fifty is like, all right, what is this for? Right. So I. I think that's just the financing. I got thresholds, you know. <laughs> no, I love it. 
Okay, so leading to the last question. When you are dating, do you tend to date a specific group of people given your own personal financial status? Or does that matter to you? I ain't got no type. Okay. <laughs> Bad bitches is the only thing you like, KK. Okay. How about you, Render? I don't know. I'm not gonna date no like person working at a fast food restaurant. I'll definitely ask you what you do. But typically, nine times out of ten, I'll grab your socials, see how you're moving on that. If you're like a rapper, at first I thought you bio. said socials, like social security number. But go oh, ahead, social you. media. But yeah, I know social media. Um, if I see your bio, you're a rapper, and you work at the nearest Home Depot, mm. which is fine. No, no shade to people that work at Home Depot. But you know, if I see that you don't really have a full time job and things of that nature, um, you're not gonna be. Cause we're already talking about tax brackets and stuff and I'm I'm gonna shut up I'm not gonna say people at Chick-fil-A and wherever else and you work fast foods don't have tax brackets but they're just trying to pay they do yeah cause they have a le- I mean yeah they have a lesser amount of money coming in and that's fine yeah you know yeah I think someone gotta flip the burgers I think you tend to date a specific group not on purpose mm-hmm. but it's just natural because even if you're working in fast food, nine times out of ten, you don't make your schedule. And, like, it's just weird scheduling things to get to know each other. Because um, mm-hmm. in my head, you probably work, unless you just happen to have a fast food job, then you work nine to five. I don't know how that works. I don't never work but I think I don't, I don't think there's shifts even, like, match up. But that's also, like, dating an entrepreneur. It's just, like, if you work in 24-7... Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard for us to date yes. if I have a 9 to 5 because I can yes. wake up at 5, do my workout, get to work, and I have time after work for somebody, and I have my weekends as well. Whereas if you're an entrepreneur, unless you're specifically making time for us, then we're just going to weed each other out because of the schedule. Mm. Okay, so that's to that question, you're like, you kind of are kind of like... And it, it, it well, happens. Unless you just don't do anything, then it's kind of like mm-hmm. you, you have time. Right. The kids but then it's yet. just like oh, I'm the kids. You don't have time. Oh, oh, you just at home doing nothing. All right. Well, that's not appealing or sexy to I'm me. See, it's gonna weed each other out. You're right. I I would say to this question, and this is now. Before I, you knew me before this podcast aired. That was a different job. But I do date a certain type of group now. Um, and it's not to shade anyone. Um, and I don't actually feel any ashamed of it actually at all because my therapist says so. And then two, it's just like, <laughs> I just know what I picture in my life. And I do believe in equally yoked. And if like the aspirations I have on this vision board that's over here and, and the things that I'm trying to obtain are like the million dollar homes, I have to date accordingly. And I and court accordingly. Not to say that person that works a fast food restaurant can't get up there, but the mindset has to be there. And why would I choose to struggle if there's a easier or available option, if that makes sense? That's personally how I feel. So I'm only dating people that meet my standard in that regard. And yeah, I just want equally yoked in all ways in my life, financially especially. So, yeah. That's definitely fair. I feel like if you work hard, you deserve. It's just like to be mirror- spoiled, or- like a rich girl. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Mirroring each other. Yeah, that's it. And I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. Um, yeah, it's really when people try to change people, and I think that's when the problem comes because you're not you're trying to do something that that's maybe that's out of their alignment. 
that's not what they want, you know. Mm-hmm. They can they can want to learn from you, but you can't change anybody. You can't, and that's got to be a personal thing. And I'm sorry, I don't have time to waste to figure out if you're gonna do it or not. So that's a, I know it's probably the last question. No, you're fine. But um, whenever financial potential. Mm, that's a great one. Like. What do you think about that? <laughs> like, you want me to I, go first? I, I, like, I see you working hard, Ooh, and I child. see you have the potential to make what I make, but you ain't quite there. So this is me. And I have the tools <laughs> to probably get there. So how long are you giving them to get there? Yeah, so this is the thing. That's what I'm saying. I had to really have this conversation with my therapist. Um, I felt a lot of love and potential, and not even just financial, just in general. And it sounded good. It looked good. But when reality hit, I had to take take my head out of the clouds and really see reality what it is. Um, and I think actions, like you mentioned before, really show their true character. So if I find out that you're like, oh, I'm staying home, saving for a home, cool. And we talked about this maybe six months ago and come around and the same issues we're talking about are the same things. It's like, well, was there any pro- progress that happened? What happened? You know, because I almost am looking to you as a man in your single life, you should be displaying how husband qualities would be. Just like I feel like I should be displaying wife qualities. Can I feed myself? Yes. That means I can cook in some capacity or feed myself in some type of way. Dude, when you come to my home, does it feel like a home? Yes, because well, this is my home and that's how I am. I'm nurturing. It probably give you that. Being friends with me, you will see that I care. I check in on you. Those are qualities that you can see once I have a baby. Hopefully, I will be just like that. And when I become a wife, I will be like that too. You know what I mean? And if you're not doing that in your singleness and I can't see that, yikes. You know what I mean? I'm out of here. Gotta go. Gotta blast. Like Jimmy Neutron. So, yeah. I'm gonna be honest with you. It's a... It's a doggy dog world out here, and I'm kind of tired of being the nice girl. And I posted this on my Instagram. The nice girl is no longer here. The the I'm kind, but... It's just, I deserve. For sure. And I'm realizing that. So, uh, if you caught me before, congrats. But you ain't getting this itch again. <laughs> Kayla, would you like to speak on that? Decatur is not Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's very hard to operate on potential. And that's just even outside of the finance conversation. But more so when it comes to finances. And I think everybody's like diving into some sort of like entrepreneurship journey right now. And a lot of people I've seen are taking leaps of faith and quitting their nine to fives mm-hmm. and doing a full time entrepreneurship journey. And there's just so much uncertainty in that. And while I fully believe in taking leaps of faith, it's just like every entrepreneurship, every entrepreneur is real. I think we're all entrepreneurs in our own way. And it's kind of like anything can fluctuate from month to month. So what does that look like when you have a partner and when you have kids and you have responsibility? Mm-hmm. I'm a person who needs stability, especially yeah. when it comes to finances. If we're living in the dream house that I would like to live in and I know what that looks like. So, yeah. It's, um, it's expensive. Can't, can't eat off of potential. No. Can't. Mama said, love can't pay the bills, right. baby. You gotta have something more than that. I said, you right, girl. Yeah, you can't pump your gas off potential. You right. Yeah. Did you have something to say about that? But I'm, I'm gonna pray for you and hope for you. And, oh, yeah. You know, I'm gonna stick what? beside you. That's the thing. It's like, also, too, maybe this is not the right time. Mm-hmm. Circle back the block then, maybe. If I'm here, cool. Maybe it was God's alignment. If not... But it kind of goes back to that you wasn't with me shooting in a gym scenario. Facts. Facts. Because... I'm, What'd that mean? That means you wasn't with me when I was struggling. Mm-hmm. And okay. for most entrepreneurs, just using that as an example, yeah. when you're a single person, those are the times that you should take those type of risks. Mm-hmm. Because I can only imagine 
Right. I'm not about to quit my job and be an entrepreneur if I got a family to feed. It's Please like, don't. I'm working that job. That's not the time to do that. Yeah. But if you're single, you can do whatever you want. For sure. Single. That's the key. That's the key. You're single. Now I mean. Yeah. Now yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. you're married to me. But even dating. Yeah. Dating's still good because you're not even fully committed to that person. Yeah, we're not sharing bank accounts. Our last names are not the same. So you like, but I do agree. I think, well, I don't know how long it takes to really start a business, but a good friend of mine who's very successful um, told me that, you know, from the time he quit your job, because he did quit his job. Oh, wow. He's very, very successful now. Mm. Uh, I don't know his financial status, but it looks like he's all right. Shout out Um, to him. He um, basically told me it was 18 months of like that downtime before you really take off as an entrepreneur mm. and so i just think that's interesting because somebody you're dating very milk very well could be in that 18 months mm. but i guess you have to just believe in their idea and yeah like I and, and it also comes back to what you just said believe in their idea but also there's action behind it i'm sure True. that 18 months he yeah. was not flashy like what she was saying and he was actually in his the partner, wherever he was, grinding, getting mm-hmm. that thing out, whatever that is, that's sexy to me. I want to see that. Yeah. And like I said, if I'm saying like, oh, you say you want to do this in six months, whatever time period comes, and you set the term, you're like, oh yeah, in six months I should be out there. Cool. I'm taking what you said. In six months, you're not even close. It's like, well, what happened? I deserve, I, not deserve to know, but I almost was like, I'm curious to know what happened. Is it the same shit that yeah, you're doing all the time, six, every time? Six months, we should definitely be having that conversation. Yeah. So I'm like, at this point, if none of the goals you told me that is, why should I be trusting in that? I'm sorry. Now you're taking away from that. Tr- What's the phrase you told me about trust? It's your, it's my it's, trust to uh, lose. Yeah, it's your, my trust is yours to lose. Yeah. Yeah. That's real. That's real, real. This was such a great conversation. Oh my gosh. Yes. So thank you so much to you both for coming on Adulting is Ghetto as we navigate through this. But also I would love for you guys to both, each of you guys, drop your socials. Let people know where they can find you. Clearly they're single. So if you want to shoot your shit, I'm kidding. Don't do that. Um, I'm just kidding. Y'all can do whatever y'all want. But definitely let us know where we can find. (laughs) You said single with money. Okay. But no, um, let us know where we can find you and I will drop all their links and stuff. um, down below and if there's anything upcoming you want to share so people could support please 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 oh. just follow me on instagram at aokslow a-y-o-k-a-y-s-l-o go like all my reels and pictures thank you <laughs> she said go like all her reels and pictures they're really fine yeah um you could follow me at render r-e-n-d-e-r x hill okay I don't have nothing on my Instagram right now. <laughs> but, um. He cute though, y'all. I swear. I swear. <laughs> I, I'm working on some branding stuff. I'm just trying to figure that out before I just post stuff. So. He's a thoughtful person, y'all. We're thinking too much. <laughs> well, thank you guys both for coming and again, taking your time. And I love y'all both. All right. Bye, y'all. Hey, you. Thanks so much for tuning in on another episode of Adulting's Ghetto Podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please be sure to like, subscribe, share, and comment your favorite parts. I look forward to having you plus your friends join us again on the next episode. Until then, happy adulting.